welcome to another episode of One Love Live here at Love Walk. And I am Leela Winston, and uh, we are going to jump into this Bible study today. I hope you are doing well, and all that is going on with you is in good health, and all of your family and friends. So let's go ahead and jump into today's uh, scripture. Um, the anchor verse today is going to be from Isaiah 45, uh, verse 7. So let's go ahead and read. I form the light, and I create darkness. I make peace, and I create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. So, this scripture is pretty deep, you know, um, when we stop and look at it. It really kind of questions our notion about who God is. And the reason I wanted us to do this study is because I think a lot of times we have um, an ill-informed idea of who God is. Now, obviously, it's impossible to define all that God is. He is unknowable. You can't know all that is about him. And if you think about just on the human level, it's hard for humans to even be known entirely. We're infinite beings as well. We're not as grand or as, you know, marvelous as God, and we can never understand who God is, where he came from, if he ever came from anything. He always existed and he always was. So it's really hard to kind of define God except that he is. And so that is how we define him. But the Lord does give us glimpses of who he is. He gives glimpses to Moses. He gave glimpses to Abraham. He gave glimpses to Paul. And so there are times that we can learn who God is. And as a believer, I think it's absolutely imperative to learn as much as you can about who God is so that life doesn't sort of knock you off of your your square and confuse you about who God is. Um, And I think at large, people definitely have the wrong impression of who God is um, because, you know, we have maybe like I would say two camps and both are on the extreme side. The extreme side says God is this really loving, you know, happy teddy bear in the sky that just wants to rain love and joy down on everyone. And then there's the other side that says God is this, you know, dark, brooding old man in the sky that wants to throw lightning bolts down on everyone and spoil everybody's fun. So I think we have two camps and they're both rather extreme, but I do believe that, you know, God encompasses a whole lot, um, perhaps on both sides. So let's go ahead and look a little bit further at this Isaiah 45. Let's read it one more time. I form the light and I create darkness. I make peace and I create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Pretty scary when you think about that. God does that. The Lord does that. And uh, Isaiah 45 is a pretty instructive scripture when we talk about the nature of God. Um, And so let's go ahead and look at Isaiah 45 and 21. These are a couple of telling scriptures from it. In Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 21, it says, Tell you and bring them near. Yes, let them take counsel together. Who has declared this from ancient time? Who has told it from that time? Have not I the Lord? no God else beside me, a just God and a Savior. There is none beside me.
basically he's telling us there is no other God in existence ever for all time. So if you're looking for a God out there, if you're looking for an alternative to God, he's telling you right now, it just simply does not exist. And I think this is really powerful because, you know, you'll have a lot of people, you know, who will say, well, I believe in this God, or I believe in the universe, or I believe in this, and that's all fine and well. But God is literally, literally telling us there is no one else out there. So if you're praying to something or hoping on something else, you're just hoping on something else, but there is no other God. He's making that really clear. And as believers, we have to understand that there really is no alternative. He really is the only God that is out there. He's saying there isn't another God. There just doesn't want to exist. It just doesn't exist. So let us go ahead and read uh, Isaiah 45 from verse 7 to 21, and this will give us a better idea of who he is. Drop down, you heavens, from above, and let the skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open and bring forth salvation, and let righteousness spring up together. I, the Lord, have created it. So that's until eight i was gonna read down but i think this is pretty long and i'll just pull out a couple of really you know important scriptures out of this one but i want to highlight the fact that god is saying to us quite clearly that he is the author of pretty much everything he authors everything um and if you read isaiah 45 7 to 21 it kind of tells us who god is it kind of uses a really clear picture Let's look at something else that is about the Lord. Let's look at some other things that people really do not sort of attribute to God. In Exodus 15 and 3, uh, chapter 15, verse 3, it says, The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Now, a lot of times we don't think of the Lord God as a man of war, but constantly in the Bible, over and over again, it says, The Lord of hosts. That means the Lord of armies. And a lot of times we forget that God, the Lord is a man of war. He is like a big general, <laughs> you know, he knows how to wage war. And a lot of times, and I'm not saying that God isn't a loving and wonderful God, I definitely believe that he is, but we can't forget these other aspects of his character. Let's read down to Exodus 20, um, Exodus chapter 20 verse 5 it says you shall not bow down yourself to them nor serve them for i the lord your god am a jealous god visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation of them that hate me now here in exodus it's telling us that god is also jealous now these are things that people just really it's hard for people to wrap their head around what god is jealous yeah you know what he's jealous too and if you look at Deuteronomy uh, chapter 4, verse 24, Exodus 43, uh, verse 14, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 15, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 30, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 11 and 2, and there's many more, God says that he is jealous. And so he's trying to get us to understand something about now, what is jealousy? A lot of times I think we confuse jealousy. We think jealousy is envy, and that's two different things. So let me explain. Jealousy is the feeling of being slighted or overlooked 
or you're you're not given your due what actually belongs to you um, that's what jealousy is it's something that belongs to you that you're not being given you know what i mean or um, you're not receiving but envy is different envy is kind of the same feeling but it's for something that doesn't belong to you it's more akin to covetousness it's to look over and see something that someone else has and wants it whether that's you know a car a, whatever they're wearing their spouse their kids um, their degrees their looks whatever it could be um, that's envy jealousy is much different than that and often people who wish to indict god always say why would a loving god allow x or y thing to occur and it seems out of character to them because they do not know the whole character of god if you're a believer i would encourage you to get into your bible and really find out what are the characteristics of god because i don't think we're really clear on that and that is why um because we're not clear on who God is, it's hard for us to know who we are because we were created in his image. And as believers, I think we struggle in this area because oftentimes the world wants us to behave in, in, in a certain way. You know, people often try to pigeonhole God in the same manner that they try to box in believers. If a believer gets angry, defends him or herself, argues, or generally comes off hostile during a hostile situation, people often want to point the finger and say, I thought you were a Christian. I thought you were a nice person. And this is a rather effective uh, fighting technique um, that often bondages believers because unfortunately, even believers have not studied their Bibles on their own enough to know that they were created in the image and likeness of a multifaceted God. God can be angry. In fact, it says he's angry at the wicked every day. Now, before you come for me and anyone tries to say that this scripture is in contradiction to John 3.16, which is, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, before you come for me, I want to ask you a question. I want you to ask yourself a question. Have you ever been angry at someone you love? It's not impossible for those two states to coexist in you at the same time. So why can they not in God? You got to understand that the Bible says you can be angry and sin not. You know, you can forgive and not be a fool and allow a dangerous or wicked man to come back among you. You can, you know, not let the sun go down on your anger, but not allow a thief back into your fold. God calls us also to wisdom. As beings in his likeness, the Bible teaches us that God used wisdom when he made the earth. God is so much more expansive than we have allowed him to be in our finite understanding. You know, and because of that, we have tried to pigeonhole our own selves as believers into something that we're not. Something that's always grinning and smiling, always wrapping arms around and kissing and just, just over the top. This is not who God is and this is not who believers have to be. Remember, God laughs. God grieves, God hates, God pities, God judges, God loves. You want to find those scriptures? You want to know if God laughs? Go to Psalms 37 and 13. God grieves, Genesis 6, uh, chapter 6, verse 6. God hates, Proverbs uh, chapter 6, verse 16 to 19. God pities, 
Isaiah 63:9. God judges Isaiah 33 and 12. And God loves John 3:16. Remember, the very same God that we know is love is also he says his name. Uh, if you look in the Bible, and uh, as he says he's a jealous God, I believe it's in Exodus, he also says his name is jealous. God says his name is jealous. He also says he is love. This seems like a contradiction, but it's not. God has the right to be jealous over that which belongs to him. God has the right to be angry. He has the right to grieve. And I think sometimes as believers, we're trying to be something that has been created um, that comes from a cultural context of seeming like everything is fine, seeming like you cannot, you know, um, speak or say things or, or stand up for yourself or even get people together. I mean, honestly, we've gone too far. Even Jesus, when he was in the temple, he beat out the money changers and those who were doing things against him. And even when Jesus was preparing to leave his saints, he told them to pick up a sword before he told them not to bring a sword. But when he was getting ready to leave them, he said to get your sword. It's really important to understand who God is, and I don't think we understand that. That's why we engage in behavior that just really is quite, doesn't make sense, and at times it's just cringy. It doesn't even abide with the wisdom that's in the Bible. It doesn't even abide with the things that God says in order to protect yourself and to have a strong church and to be able to help people and to be able to stand against wrong and to pull people out of darkness. It's because we're not embracing the full character of God. I want to encourage you today to get your Bible and find out who God is. Go on a mission to learn God. The Bible says, even in the Bible, God says, learn me. He wants you to learn about him. He wants you to sit down and sup with him. You know, as a believer, you, you should have some interest in who the God is you say that you serve. Who is he really? What does he really want? What is he doing in your life? Not just in your life, in the world. Let's have some honest-to-goodness Christian curiosity about who, who God is. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I hope, I want to challenge you and encourage you today to learn who God is day by day. Learn who He is. Thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe for uh, devotionals. Um, and you can support me at paypal.me forward slash if you'd like to bless me. And I thank you so much. Have a great day.